missed it, download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app. It's our birthday, but you're getting the presents. Blah, blah, blah. I do not say blah, blah, blah. April 2nd, Lacrosse Center, big rock show. And yeah, it's our birthday, but all that matters is big beers, catch your breath, Daughtry, and Breaking Benjamin. Get your tickets at the Lacrosse Center or just click around and get them here. Even though Halloween is yet to happen, Shaw, holidays are right around the corner. Uh huh. You got your Christmas lights up? <laughs> no. no, but downtown does. Did yeah, you see I the snow? Like mm-hmm. What is that? The. The river landing, the landing over here, the, the yep. apartments that they refurb. Condos, yeah. Yeah, they got the snowflake lights up over there. All over downtown. We, of course, got snow yesterday, and it looks like a winter wonderland, Ugh. even though we have yet to get Come through on. Halloween. How much are you going to be spending on the holidays this year? I don't know. I'm not, how's, how's Christmas going to look this year? I don't know. Right. We haven't had any real discussions about it yet at our house, but my guess is that we'll we'll still do a tree. We'll get the decorations up and all that, but uh, probably not going to be spending a lot of money on gifts or any of that garbage. We haven't really done a big gift thing in the last few years anyways. There's no real need to. Uh, but uh, four in ten Americans say they'll hang on to more of their cash this holiday. So a quarter of people saying they're not going to spend as much, mm-hmm. but... Uh, it's the biggest drop since the Great Depression, show, or the Great Recession, excuse me. Uh, but we'll only spend 7% less on average, which is still about $1,400 per household. Whoa. And that's on everything. That's not just on presents, which, you food, know, obviously get food, get travel expenses, sure. all that mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Uh, includes everything from gifts and decorations to holiday food, plane tickets. Uh, we'll spend $487 on gifts, which is down 5% from last year. That's still a lot of money. Well, if you have kids, it adds up quick. I guess, yeah. Uh, travel expenses is going to drop 34%. There's a big drop there to just 260 bucks. Uh, obviously, less flying, maybe more driving. Gas prices way down this year compared to last year. Uh, non-gift purchases are up 12% for to $435 per family. That includes decorations, new clothes that we buy for ourselves. So think ugly Christmas sweater. Hmm. Um, but decorations, I think, are huge. We were at... Uh, I don't know, uh, what, was it, what is it, Hobby Lobby? And mm-hmm. our friend Joanna works there. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife was looking for decorative fall leaves, like fake leaves the other day. And she said that they can't keep any of the Christmas stuff on the mm-hmm. shelf. She said people are just going nuts. Well, we're going to be stuck at home. Might as well make the place look uh, festive. Huh? Uh, some other stats about the uh, holiday spending from a survey that just came out. 205 bucks going to be spent on at-home entertainment. That's about the same as last year, even though we'll have fewer parties. So... We're just boozing it up ourselves, right? Paying Who for needs people. Well, we're paying for more <laughs> streaming services now, right? We got to have them all. We got to have the Disney Plus, the Hulu, the Amazon Prime, the Netflix. We got to have them all because we got to have stuff to amuse ourselves. Uh, Two thirds of our budget will be spent online, which is kind of sad. Uh, however, it doesn't mean it's all big business. But right. obviously, you think online, you think Amazon. Uh, just over half people said the idea of shopping in stores still makes them nervous. Curbside pickup twice as popular as ever. And obviously, a lot of businesses, including many local businesses, have altered the way they do things to allow you to pick up things curbside. Uh, and then 61% of people are going to start shopping before Thanksgiving. A lot of stores closing, obviously, uh, on Black Friday this year. They announced yeah. that even before the whole COVID thing. Um, but you might spend more money if you do start shopping before Thanksgiving shop. People who start shopping late end up spending around 400 bucks less on the holidays mm. than people who start early. So. Mm. You guys have uh, plans, Jeannie, you trying to figure things out with mom or what's... I don't know. I don't think we're going to be able to. I mean, that's the sad... My sister called about Thanksgiving and was like, how are we going to do this? And unless we can find some sort of hall right. or room in you know the, one of the towns down there where they'll let us rent it and we all come and kind of hang in our own group, I just don't see how it's going to happen. Yeah. I just don't. We're, I think we're going to keep it small, obviously, just uh, the two of us and maybe her parents. Uh, that'll be about it. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. What a great day today. What makes you say that? In case you missed it, today is National Pumpkin Day. It's National Pumpkin Day. How do you celebrate? What do you do? I'll tell you what I don't do. What we don't do. We don't throw our pumpkins. In observance of National Pumpkin Day, we paint our toenails to look like pumpkins. Pumpkins, huh? Sounds like fun. Great. Let's do it. Showtime. What do you know about pumpkins, Shaw? Well, big orange gourds, I guess. Popular this time of year. Got any in your house? We don't know. Do you? 
Yeah. Oh. We got two of them out front with okay. our moms. We decorate, man. We care. We care. We live in a neighborhood that cares, man. We got to keep Yeah, well, I live in the hood. Mine would just yeah, get vandalized. I know. They'd get smashed. We did see smashed pumpkins uh, in the middle of the road like two weeks ago. They were starting early. An early start. Yeah. Uh, but uh, today is National Pumpkin Day, Shaw, so let's find out what you know about pumpkins. Ooh, okay. okay. I have a bunch of them right now. Factor bullcrap. National Pumpkin Day. Here we go. Carving pumpkins for Halloween comes yes. from an old Irish tradition of carving turnips. Is that fact or bullcrap? I think that's true. Okay, we'll say true. Hoo-ah. Turnips and taters. It was supposed to ward off evil spirits, Shaw. Maybe you should, speaking of the right. turnip uh, hood and all that. Maybe yeah, just that's get some really turnips. smaller, though. It's a lot you could smaller. save a lot of money by getting a bag of a uh, five-pound bag of russets. You know what I mean, <laughs> Shaw? You'd be all right. Are they like a buck ninety-nine? Uh, Factor Bullcrap National Pumpkin Day here on the Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. The state that grows the most pumpkins is California. Is that Factor Bullcrap? I'm going to say Bullcrap. Illinois. Really? Grew almost twice as many as any other state last year. Virginia, Michigan, Indiana, California, and Texas also grow a lot, but Illinois, numero uno. Surprising. Not really known as a farming state, right? Mm, pretty farming state. Yeah, but you think Iowa, right? right. Corn and all, you know what I mean? Like Midwest. I mean, Illinois is a little bit more urban, I think, you know, like in terms of like a lot more bigger cities maybe. But uh, instead of pumpkin spice latte, Starbucks almost named it the fall harvest latte. Is that fact or bullcrap? I don't know. I'm trying to think of how long the pumpkin spice term has been around, but I'll say fact. Rejected it because it didn't really tell people what the drink tasted like. So they went straight for the pumpkin spice latte, the PSL. And now we've got uh, obsessed women all over the place. Can't get enough. I don't get it, but hey, have have at it, man. Uh, Factor Bullcrap National Pumpkin Day. A couple more here, Shaw. The average pumpkin is 60% water. The same as the average human. Is that Factor Bullcrap? Ooh, you're you're adding another element there. I'm going <laughs> to say bullcrap. They're about 90% water. The Are average, they really? Wow. Yeah, the average person's body is about 60% for men, 55% women. Well, that glass they ceiling. Seem like there's a lot of seeds. That glass there's ceiling more seeds exists than for water. everything, <laughs> including waters. Uh, yeah, well, you know those giant pumpkins—they have to water them like constantly. That's how they make them so big. Right. Plus, they, you know, little genetic fertilizer, little fertilizer, little genetic stuff. But they have to like constantly water those giant pumpkins. Shaw, last one. You're four for four here. Okay. You're gonna try to finish perfect. See what we can do, Shaw. All right. All right. National Pumpkin Day. Factor bullcrap. What do you know about pumpkins? The world record for farthest pumpkin shot out of a cannon. <laughs> Okay. It's just uh, over one mile. Uh, I hope that's true. Is that factor bullcrap? Seems y'all? really far. The pumpkin chunking. Um, those are those are trebuchet. Those are catapults. We're talking about a cannon this? here. Oh, a cannon. With cannon. a cannon. Cannon. Talking gunpowder. Talking cannon. <laughs> a mile, you say? Yeah, just uh, over one mile. That factor bullcrap. Uh, boy, that seems a long way. I'm going to say bullcrap. Oh, man. You almost Damn. finished perfect, Shaw. Come on, buddy. Huh? Have faith in American ingenuity, right. man. If we could, if we could blow something up and send it over a mile, we're, we're gonna good do at it. that. Hell yeah, man! That's what we're good at. We succeeded that. That's how we win wars. Uh, five thousand five hundred forty-five feet, or wow. one point zero five miles, uh, and it happened in the desert, the Moab Desert, back in two thousand ten. So it's been ten years, shoot and the record pumpkin. still stands. Just so maybe shoot it. Maybe it wasn't us here in America. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, 2010, 10 years that record stood. Nobody else has taken up the mantle on this one and said, "Hey, we got to get a." Cannon, stuff it with gunpowder and pumpkins. Step your game up. Yeah, seriously, man. Brian. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw, giving you the best they've got. <laughs> no, really. New wellness trend, Shaw. Silence. Silence. Like meditation? No. Like okay. just silence. Breakfast, huh? especially. No talking? No talking? No talking. Now, we don't live a traditional life, so for us, breakfast is just whatever's available here at the building. Uh, usually, it's in the midst of a broadcast. We're having some snacks or an apple or a banana. Maybe Gene heats up her leftovers, but uh, the new wellness trend is uh, eating breakfast in total silence. Quiet. Our uh, standard day, if you're a person that gets up and has coffee maybe uh, you know before you leave the house, Shaw... Turn on the news, check your phone, a lot of input coming in right away. Yep. And they say that's uh, got a super-duper negative effect. Huh, so you uh, got to ease into things, huh? Sitting in silence slows your heart rate down, just like meditation, and your cortisol level drops, too. That is, of course, the stress hormone you always hear so much about. So instead of clearing your head, just focus on your food, try to be present in the moment. 
your mind might race at first, concentrate on breathing, but then uh, eventually it'll be uh, easier and easier for you to sit there in total silence at breakfast. And listen to the crunching of the golden grams <laughs> in my head. They do I don't say know if I want that either. Breakfast, best time to do it because it sets you up for the rest of the day, but you can also try it at lunch and dinner. Uh, you can do it with other people as long as they agree to be silent as well. So it's not necessarily a, a solo event, Shaw. It's something you can do with other people, but just trying to be silent mm-hmm. at breakfast. We're exposed to a lot of stimuli. Sometimes we need to just back it off a bit. Well, and I'm no, you know, I'm no different. I The moment I wake up, the phone's on. I'm looking at what happened. You know what I mean? What did I miss in the last, you know, five, six hours while I was sleeping? Oh, great. I got 10 messages from a bunch of dudes sending me bacon stuff that I've already seen a million times on the internet because I'm on the internet way more than they are. Good thing you didn't miss that, huh? Thanks, dudes. I appreciate that. I didn't know about the bacon stuff on the internet. (laughs) But there you go. Try and be silent. At breakfast might help start your day off uh, on a better foot. That's the new wellness trend, Gene. You still doing yoga? No, but I just had a conversation with myself last night about that, and I'm going yeah. to start again. Well, wintertime, you know, and yeah, you're going to be I know, in, that's you know, what I mean. For... I can't walk. I can't go hiking as much and walk the dogs and do all that. So it's like, I think I'm going to, plus it, it was good. I, I've been doing the silent thing mostly when I get home. Like, I'll get home, I'll take the dogs out, I'll feed them, and then for about an hour, I'll just kind of sit downstairs. And I'm still on my phone. But I don't have the TV on. I'm not listening, you know, and I'm just sort of, you know, right. playing Candy Crush don't or whatever. Don't have eight different things and going I'm just on at once. Vegging, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of a daily occurrence. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. The basement in a nightmare on Elm Street is one of the spookiest oh, yeah, basements yeah, yeah, okay. in mm-hmm. horror movie history, Shaw. You got a old furnace down there mm-hmm. with the glove. They kept the glove. And that eventually brings Freddy back around. I mean, that's that's creepy as it gets, but it's only number five on the list of the scariest horror movie basements. Oh. According to the Ohio Basement Authority. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? People just come up with companies just to make lists. Is that what happens? Uh, they came up with a formula to rate the basement evil score of various movies. Uh, there isn't much science behind this, but they just factor in the movie's IMDb ratings. Plus how much mayhem goes on in each basement from a little torture to a lot of death. Ugh. Okay. Obviously, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street is certainly uh, belongs in the top five. We'll take a look a little bit lower down the list. Uh, number 14 on the list, the movie The Exorcist. I think it's one of the scariest movies of all time. But not much creepy stuff happens in the basement. Yeah. It mostly is centered on Reagan's bedroom. Uh, the only basement scene I remember is when she first uh, has the Ouija board. Mom's down there doing laundry. She says, uh, oh, where'd you get this? Oh, we were just playing. I was talking to Mr. What is it? Mm. Mr. Howdy or whatever the guy's name mm. is. Uh, that's number 14 on the list. Misery, number 13. Oh, that's right. Yeah, at the end. I don't remember the end. I just remember yeah. her breaking his ankles. <laughs> yeah, I remember mostly in that the was bed. In, that was in the <laughs> guest bedroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, the movie A Quiet Place. John Krasinski. I didn't realize he directed that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Not only was Got he in it, but he, he yeah. And uh, so he was not only in the movie, obviously, but he also directed it. I think they're, I mean, in the basement is where the, you know, you got to be real quiet and the baby cellar thing is down there. So trying to be quiet and these aliens running around. Uh, the Grudge at number 10. Rocky Horror Picture Show at number nine. Evil Dead at number eight. That should be much higher because that's where all of the creepy <laughs> stuff happens in that movie. Obviously, a lot of it happens on the first floor, but all of the creepy stuff is in the basement of the cabin. Uh, in the Evil Dead. Stranger Things is on the list, even though it's not a movie. And I don't know if anything creepy really happens in the basement. It's all just the kids playing Dungeons and Dragons down there, right? Yeah, I'm trying to remember now. Me too. It doesn't stand out to me. Somehow this is only number six on the list. Amityville Horror. That's where all the creepiness is going on. I mean, you got the bees in the window upstairs, but man, all the, you know, the the path, the, the gateway to hell is in the basement right. of the Amityville house, right? That's where it is. Seems like that should be a little bit higher on the list. Number five, as we mentioned, was A Nightmare on Elm Street. Most of us remember the shower scene and his mother being up in the attic in the yeah, wheelchair. Yeah, that's not in the Psycho. basement, is it? But Psycho is number four on the list. I don't remember anything about the, the basement basements. from the original. Do you, Shaw? No, I, I, I don't. I know there was a basement scene, but I'm, I can't picture it. Again, these are the scariest horror movie basements uh of all time, according to the Ohio Basement Authority. <laughs> it's a great band name. 
Hey, if you're not doing anything this Saturday, <laughs> come, on out, come on out to Bill's Bar. <laughs> Ohio Basement Authority's playing. There's only a $2 <laughs> cover charge, and Coors Lights are 3 bucks a piece. We're going to rip it up. Yeah, man. <laughs> My buddy Jeff's coming in from the coast. It's going to be sweet. Wear your denim jacket with the Metallica patch party, on it, man. Party in the basement. <laughs> All right, man. All right. Yeah, can't wait. <laughs> you know, if you go over to the merch table, we got some new T-shirts that we made. My buddy uh, Dave, he works over at the print shop, and you got a sweet deal. The OBA. Yeah, I was just going to say, OBA, nice. man. Come check out OBA, OBA for sure. OBA. OBA rips it up at Bill's Bar on Saturday. Why did you do that? Sorry, man? I went off on a tangent there. You did. Uh, uh, Psycho at number four, The Evil, which we just watched, actually. The Evil? Yeah, it's called The Evil. It's a 1978 movie, and uh, it stars Richard Crenna, who was in the Rambo movies. Yeah. You might remember him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is a doctor, and he and his wife are trying to open a rehab facility in this old haunted mansion. Okay. And, of course, they go there with a bunch of people in good intentions. And uh, the basement is where all... It, there's a gateway to hell down there in the basement. Uh. Uh, he... Uh, the It comes out of the basement, starts killing everybody. They got to go into the hell to, to kill the devil. They got to stab him with a big cross. And, uh, yeah, it's a pretty wild movie uh, from 1978 starring Richard Crenna. And uh, it's called The Evil. Uh, the movie Get Out. The Basement. Yeah, I didn't see that, but... You didn't see Get Out? I didn't. Oh, you got to watch that one. Oh, you got to watch I that. Know, it's good. I've Very heard. good. Uh, I again, I, I guess I don't equate the basement and get out with the scary parts. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Obviously, there's like the medical facility down there and all that, but you know when he's sitting in the chair, he's in like the study or right, whatever, yeah. and that's where it's like, okay, now it's creepy. Uh, number one on the list, not Blair Witch Gene. I just, I mean, that you know, they I get guess, to that house and they go out, and then it's she's in the corner or whatever. It's I don't like, know if or, they think of it. It's not even on this list, which is really strange. Uh, the Blair Witch Project. Maybe because people don't look at it as a basement. It's yeah, sort of like a, you know, it's a, the root cellar. Root cellar, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> of this building that just sort of exists in the woods. Yeah, but, I don't know. Uh, Silence crazy. of the Lambs. Yeah, I oh, wondered about that, sure. but then I, I is that more of a is that a basement or is that? Oh a, yeah, oh yeah, because he goes in the basement. The wells in the basement. The, the dead, the, the dead ladies yeah. in the bathtub in yeah. the goo. The lights are off can't see anything yeah. he's down there precious he's got his little knitting uh mm. corner that he's making his skin suit out of but uh silence of silence of the lambs. yeah i thought about uh, that but then i thought about that more being a well than a basement but i guess i didn't but it is an entire basement yeah. that house is up for sale by the way yeah i saw that it like one hundred seventy nine thousand bucks it's mm. not bad of course you got to live in the Sounds mm. land. It's our birthday, but you're getting the presents. Blah, blah, blah. I do not say blah, blah, blah. April 2nd, Lacrosse Center, big rock show. And yeah, it's our birthday, but all that matters is big beers, catch your breath, Daughtry, and Breaking Benjamin. Get your tickets at the Lacrosse Center or just click around and get them here. House. Yeah. <laughs> you know, people coming by taking pictures of your house all the time. No, thanks. Probably like the pizza on the roof there at the Breaking Bad house. <laughs> but. So there you go. The Ohio Basement <laughs> Authority. OBA, uh, man. With, with a formula to rate the basement evil score. Scariest horror movie basement. Ryan. Ryan. Gene. Gene. Shaw. Shaw. And when you want the job done right, you go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Check out some of the good news. Good to go. With bad music. It makes me feel good. Only on 957. The Rock. So, good news? Good news with bad music here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Weekdays just after 7 a.m. giving you something to smile about in an otherwise dreary world. This is pretty cool. This is our best day in the history of Strand. Thank you, New York. I sent out the letter asking the community for support at 1 o'clock and it crashed at 4. We've never had so many people on our site. My kids... They love to read. She found a game. The trend is part of New York City. Cannot go. It's like been here for like a zillion years. I'm feeling so grateful and appreciative at New Yorkers and the book-loving community. So the world-famous Strand Bookstore in New York City said it might have to close down uh, after the pandemic cut their, cut their sales by 70%. So they're barely able to pay the bills and stay open. Uh, not turning any kind of profit, and then the owner put it out there and, uh, you know, apologizing, huh. and then within 24 hours, 
Thousands of orders have been placed online. People were lined up outside just to buy books. And as you heard there, the website crashed after just a few hours uh, because people realized how important it was to keep that vital business open uh, even during a pandemic. So uh, stressing that point again in every community, even in a big city like New York City, you know, remember to support your local businesses. Mm -hmm. They're the ones that need it the most. Good news of bad music here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. I hope you uh, have a, a tissue for this one, Gene. Get on your Google and Google Paul Harvey, spelled like it sounds. Yeah, like the Paul Harvey. Not the Paul Harvey, okay. but then add dementia and you'll see the story I'm talking about. I'll give you some random notes. Right. See what you can do with them. F natural. A. D. B natural. Those are your four notes. Not the radio guy, but this Paul Harvey is 80 years young, and just last year he was diagnosed with dementia. Now, it hasn't gotten terribly bad yet, but obviously it's not good. And his son, Nick, wanted to try and keep him sharp. Paul Harvey is a former music teacher, and one of his party tricks when he would be out uh, socializing with friends when it was still something you could do was to request four notes and then make some sort of song out of those four notes. And that's what uh, you heard his son Nick do there. F, in the, A, D, and B. The beginning. Mm-hmm. And uh, he would then improvise a song around those four notes, did that on the piano. The song that he came up with was so good that his son posted the video, which of course then went viral. Someone arranged it for other instruments Members of the BBC Philharmonic Orchestra, which you heard at the end, then played along from their own homes the final version of the song with the BBC Philharmonic so good. Stephen Soundheim sent him a video, and now it's being released as a single in Britain and across the world, obviously, uh, to raise money for dementia and Alzheimer's charities. So the professor of neurology at the Dementia Research Center uh, in London says one reason that people with dementia can continue to play or recognize or respond to music is because it makes sense on its own terms. Unlike a lot of the tests and challenges and things we might ask people with dementia to do, for example, in their everyday lives, music to some extent is almost self-contained. Paul Harvey, Dementia, Google it, find out more about him. It's a pretty impressive story, and that is your and good it's news. it's beautiful. His music is beautiful. Yeah, yeah, and that is your good news with bad music today. Not awesome, not great. The best is yet to come. But better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Oh, what is up with this song? What's going on? Isn't this your jam? Well, why are we playing this? I'm going to tell you why. Okay. Shaw? Yes? Air Supply? You and Mary? Slow dance to this in the kitchen? No, this is more like junior high school for me, I think so. Yeah. Leave enough room for the Holy Ghost, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, New dating terms, thanks to the coronavirus, the Rona. New dating terms. Yeah, we see this all the time. Ghosting, you know, these kind of things. Everything's got to have a cute little nickname. Okay, sure. Uh, Nowadays, you can read the list on our our website. Go to the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com if you want to. Uh, read this at your leisure, but uh, five of the of the new thirteen that are out there, Shaw, uh, COVID worthy, much like Elaine Bennis. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth it. It's worth the risk. Is uh, that the deal? It's Kevin? a quality a potential match should have before you consider risking an in person uh, date. Okay. Now, obviously, all three of us in long term uh, committed relationships. But you're trying to date. I talked to Shaw about this when you were gone, Brian, on vacation. Like Hannah's trying, you know, and right. like finding yourself as a young adult in this world, trying to figure out, like, are Dude, you my COVID friend worthy? Molly, my friend Molly, who lives in Minneapolis, I it, legendary stories, and I love listening to them because it's stuff I just don't get. 
You know what I mean? Like, and she's telling me about all these apps she's on and these guys and, you know, and she had a relationship with a guy without ever even meeting him in person. Like they were like talking and they were, you know, and, and all of a sudden he's COVID worthy. But yeah, COVID worthy is uh, okay. one of the new terms, Shaw. Uh, thanks to the Rona. Sexually distancing, which sounds like you just don't know how to get laid. <laughs> uh, when you heroically pause your sex life. So as not to spread coronavirus. I suppose if you're really active, you know, if you're tenderizing people left and right, maybe you say, hey, look, I don't want to be a spreader. So anymore. I'm going to mm-hmm. I don't care so much about herpes or crabs or STDs, but the coronavirus, I really yeah. care about that. No, thank you. Sexually distancing as opposed to socially distancing. Show. Uh. <laughs> uh, these are some new dating terms that uh, are available again on the morning sickness page at 957therock.com thanks to the coronavirus virtual date we've all heard this one yeah zoom facetime all that stuff uh you're doing it over the computer so you don't have to meet in person uh how many virtual dates do you got to go on before you go on a real date right is it three is it four is it find out if they're corona worthy yeah uh pick up your computer and take it around your your apartment let me see what you're living with uh dating terms that are are new thanks to the coronavirus quarantine and chill <laughs> yeah if you're quarantined there's a lot of chill uh hunker down with a romantic prospect partly out of boredom partly out of horniness i don't know if you want to hang hunker down with somebody new shaw like i don't even know if people want to hunker down right with their now, spouse it? right now you know what i mean let alone some new person that you've never had over right. and for how long like is there a time limit here like you got a day two days three days we got a weekend i mean maybe a day but uh, last one on the list of the top five. There are several other ones. Again, you can read them all by going to the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com or on our app. The last one is antibody boy or antibody girl. Hmm? This would be a person who brags about having antibodies oh, on a yeah. dating app, hoping it will lead to more oh, matches. jeez, get out of here. I don't think any of us really know that, do we? <laughs> well, people are posting these, though, on their yeah, Tinder well, profile, their, their negative sure COVID are. test. They're, that... they're showing them as their mm. profile picture, Shaw. Saying, look, I'm good to go. Let's get to it. Let's stop, uh, step on the hot foot and do the bad thing. Right, Shaw? I, whatever you say, Brad. Isn't that what the young kids, the whippersnappers are saying? Say. I stop don't know. it. <laughs> Is that what Hannah says when she's talking about going on Ooh, dates? I haven't heard that. that one, no. Is she, like, what, where is she again? Is she in Milwaukee? Madison. Madison? Mm-hmm. I, I can't imagine trying to date in this day and age. Well, she's not. I mean, it's, yeah, you know. It's, it's, it's terrible. It's, yeah, it's scary. It's uh, weird. Yeah can't go anywhere. I, I feel bad for people at that age because this is the time of their lives way. when they're supposed to be, you know, having fun and meeting people. Yeah, and- imagine being young and beautiful and having your whole life to look forward to. Can you imagine? <laughs> As opposed to being 44 and out of uh, out of shape and overweight and right. having a job you can't stand. Yeah, right. imagine. And more mortgage you can't freaking pay. Yeah, imagine how miserable they are right uh-huh. now. Yeah. yeah, sure. I'm sure they're, I feel real sympathy for those people, Shaw. Get out of here with that. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. But let's be honest, Shaw's the real star of the show. I'm sticking up the butt. You're killing me, Shaw's. Brought to you by GECU, the friendly credit union. You're killing me, Shaw's. You are. Each and every Wednesday, uh-huh. just after 8 o'clock, a chance to win my very own morning show money. Which I keep safely tucked away at GECU, the friendly credit union, downtown La Crosse. Looking for color 15 right now to try and win 10 bucks of my morning show money. Who this? Boxer Todd. Boxer Todd. All right, Boxer Todd, you know how this game is played. So is Shaw going to know the movie quote or is he not going to know the movie quote? I'm going to have faith and say yes. Oh, snap, Shaw. That is not a good guess. That is not a good guess. Oh, great. Not a good guess. Uh, Boxer Todd has faith in you, and he also has faith in the Rock Foundation and said that if he wins, he would like to donate that $10 right directly to the Rock Foundation. Very generous. Uh, so here we go, Shaw. Listen closely. It's uh, it's longer than normal. That's what she said. Uh, so you got extra time to, to think about it, To Shaw. think it and mull it over, Shaw. All right. As opposed to these one or two second right. three-line uh, quotes. You can't make out. Uh, you can make this one out. Okay. And uh, it's longer, so you should be able to figure it out. The chimps are infected. They're, they're highly contagious. They've been given an inhibitor. Infected with what? In order to cure, you must first understand. Infected with what? Rage. Oh, snap. Oh, the chimps. The chimps are, are infected. infected with rage. With rage. Infected with rage. You want to hear it one more time, Shaw? Yeah, I better. I told you it was longer. It is. I got you, you got a lot to bite into there. There's a lot to nibble on. The chimps are infected. They're, 
They're highly contagious. They've been given an inhibitor. Infected with what? In order to cure, you must first understand. Infected with what? Rage. Oh, man. Man. Rage infected chimps. I don't want that. I saw that monkey flying around that kitchen last week on the internet. I don't want no chimp with rage. That was plenty of rage. Now I don't need anything more than that. A couple of different voices. You got some extra words in there, Shaw. Inhibitors. All sorts of things. You gonna take a stab at it here? You think you know what it is? I have no idea what it is. I kind of figured probably you a movie I've never seen or heard of. I'm, I think you might have seen it. I think, uh, I'll be honest. I think you might have seen it. I don't think so. All right. Uh, I mean, I'm just gonna go with the obvious, although it doesn't yeah. seem logical. Go, go with it. It's... Yeah, I will go Planet of the Apes. That would be from 28 Days Later, where the zombies uh-uh. run really Mm-mm. fast. Nope. Oh, really fast, Shaw. Just watched it the other day. Cillian Murphy wakes up in a hospital bed and see his wiener right there at the beginning of the movie. It's a good way to start a movie, apparently, is see some dude's wiener. Mm. And uh, he wakes up to find the world has has gone missing. Mm. And the zombies aren't shuffling around, dragging a foot behind them. They're running. And they're rage infected. No thanks. Well, these people tried to free these lab monkeys, and they didn't realize that the monkeys are infected with rage. And uh, they got bit and turned into zombies, and they ran around and bit a bunch of other people. Uh Uh-uh. And uh, it's haunting. I'll tell you that. It is a haunting movie. What? uh, No. What? You don't find it haunting? Ugh, I find it... The thought of fast-ass zombies? No, not haunting, just, the like, rats terrifying. Run, the I rats know. running away from the zombies? That's how bad the zombies are in this movie. The rats ran away from them, Shaw. Mm-hmm. Normally, rats don't give an F. Right. They just do whatever the hell rats do. Not in this movie. 28 Days Later. Should have never made the sequel. Fast. The sequel was not good. Oh, there was a sequel? Mm-hmm. 20, 28 Weeks Later, Shaw. <laughs> Clever. There's been talks of 28 months later, mm. uh, but uh, 28 days later, very, uh, very scary zombie movie, and uh, you got it wrong, so it's 20 bucks next week. Sorry, Boxer Todd. Yep, sorry, Todd. I didn't think you would know. I had no shot. I, I thought maybe. I've, you've seen that, though, right? No, 28 I'm, days? I, I've not. No. Oh, man, do yourself a favor. It's good. 28 days later. Hmm. Yeah, Cillian uh, Murphy, he was uh, Bane in the Batman movies with uh, the Christopher Nolan Batman mm. movies. Uh... Yeah, it's pretty good. They traipse around London looking for food and safety and they end up hooking up with this guy and his daughter and then they uh, hear a radio broadcast from the military and they've got a castle that they fortified mm. and they end up getting to the castle and that's when all hell breaks oh, loose. Boy. It's not good. See, the problem is is they chained up zombies and you can't chain up can't zombies. Do that. You know what happens when you chain them up? They, they break get, the chains? They break, yep, and then they get out and then and it's they're just, filled with rage. And then, yep, and then everybody else is filled with rage. It's not good, Shaw. I can sense that. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. Hey, Shaw, two-thirds of people working remotely miss things about the office. Stealing mm-hmm. supplies. <laughs> I don't think that's on here, actually. No. The bad coffee. Uh, oh, the grass the is always bad. greener. I talked to Puck yesterday. He was in, and he was like, oh, man. Yeah, but he's got to be home with his kids. And, and I his, know. I, I mean, right. if you're like me, and you're just home with your stuff, and you don't have kids, then, yeah, it's great. I'd love to stay home. I but there's a lot here. of people that, obviously, and then you're trying to balance all that, Shaw. But these mm-hmm. are the, the people that are at home, and they're working remotely, and these are some of the things they miss about being in the office. Uh, number 10 is going on walks with coworkers during their lunch break. I don't want to around anybody. Uh, the copier, the printer, I suppose. Having Man, that thing available, home, though, and the, the trying to deal with printer issues without IT or without our, you know, our Without having a printer? Oh, man. Yeah, that's got to be tough. Uh, number eight, This a lot of this is just like, it falls under the category, Shaw, of socializing. It's just being put in different silos. Number eight is catching up about people's weekends. What'd you do this weekend? Where'd yeah, you go? What's going stuff, on? Yeah, yeah water yeah. cooler. <laughs> number seven on here is just a simple, man, this is uh, their chair. They miss their chair. I suppose if you got a really nice chair, yes, you know you got an you got yep. a, you got a business that cares about the well being of and their you employees, have a, as like an ergonomic, to, and you can't you don't have that at home, and you're trying to work on a bar stool or as something, a, yeah, as opposed to a place that just gives you a ratty old bar stool that they picked up from the alley. Hearing yeah. office gossip, so that's under that same thing as like talking about people's weekends. I think it's just the it's the interaction with other people. It's the talking to them, things that people miss that are working remotely about uh, the office, their desk, so their chair, their desk, yeah, their stuff. I mean, there's things at your desk. You know, you know where your pens and your highlighters and stuff are your stapler working in a team is number four on the list mm-hmm. of people th- that miss things uh being able to just ask a question out loud and not having to send a message i just being able to like 
spontaneously talk about something or brainstorm instead of having to set up a meeting to discuss a particular issue. You know what I mean? Where you could just talk about it. (laughs) It takes a lot less effort. Office banter and then being face to face with people. So a lot of it is just people. They miss being around other people, being around other people. I I completely understand why Puck <laughs> would miss me. It's our birthday, but you're getting the presents. Blah, blah, blah. I do not say blah, blah, blah. April 2nd, Lacrosse Center, Big Rock Show. And yeah, it's our birthday, but all that matters is big beers, catch your breath, Daughtry, and Breaking Benjamin. Get your tickets at the Lacrosse Center or just click around and get them here. And in here around <laughs> adults, you know what I mean? As opposed yes. to, not that his kids aren't great. I love oh, his kids. Of course, but, everybody but, does. But, that, but yes. Enough but that, is enough. That, that, you know what I mean? <laughs> You wouldn't want to be at home with your freaking kids all day either, would you? Uh, not for nine months. Yeah. Ryan. Come on! Gene. Let's go! And Shaw, giving you the best they've got. No, really. I saw this list yesterday, and it just about, well, I can't be surprised by it, I guess, but it just just makes me so mad. I don't get IPAs, man. They're gross. (laughs) They're disgusting, and they're even Uh, worse when you double them. You know what I mean? Everywhere, too. And it's just like, ah. If you want to drink an IPA, just take some wet hops and some stinky toilet water and <laughs> throw it down your gullet. Ugh. No thanks. Give me a stout or a porter or something. Anything. Anything besides an IPA. But uh, this is the uh, National Home Brewers Association or the American Home Brewers Association. And uh, they annually put out a list of the uh, top beers in the country. And uh, uh, the top five are pretty much all IPAs, Shaw. Yeah. No big surprise here. Uh, Number one, according to the uh, American Home Brewers Association, is from Bell's Brewery, which is in Michigan. Uh, Two Hearted Ale. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, I don't mind that one. All right, you're out. No, as IPAs go, I mean, that's a pretty standard. Yeah, it's an American IPA. I I would never choose to drink it. Uh, I just, I don't like the style. I'm sorry. I I I just can't. Too many other good beers out there. So gross. I don't get it. I don't understand the obsession with IPAs. It's not fruity. It's bitter and disgusting. It's gross. I mean, like, I walk away from that thinking, why would I want another swig of that? It's gross. Uh, number two on their list is from a California brewery called Russian River. It's Pliny the Elder. It's a double mm, IPA. My son's big into that one. Yeah. yeah. Is he into that one? Oh, yeah. He loves those. Uh, the more IPA, the better. Yeah, pretty much. I think they're up to, like, triples and quadruples now, mm-hmm. aren't they? Uh, Sierra Nevada, North Carolina. They got breweries all over, but they're based out of North Carolina. Their pale ale, just their regular old Sierra Nevada pale ale. Yes. Is uh, number three on the list yep. of the uh, top five beers of 2020, according to the American Home Brewers Association. By the way, uh, you can see this list uh, in its entirety. Go to the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com or uh, on our app. This one is from Vermont. Uh, it's a New England style IPA, which if I was going to choose an IPA, I would prefer a New England style Shaw. They're a little more fruity, grapefruit, mm-hmm. as opposed to that uh, that bitter hops. Mm-hmm. You know, um, this is from Alchemist Beer uh, in Vermont uh, called Hetty Topper. I've never had it. I've had some of their beers, but uh, not the uh, Hetty Topper because obviously I'm not going <laughs> to choose a, an IPA, New England style or otherwise. And then number five is again from Bell's, and this is the Hop Slam, and this one is just brutal. I don't know how anybody drinks this and is like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> more. I, I oh. No, thanks. It's a double IPA, by the way. The Bell's uh, IPA there, the Hop Slam. It's, I don't know. You, you walk up and down the beer aisle in the grocery store, oh. though, and it seems like 80% of them are IPAs these days. Yeah, it's uh, and they're just all trying to outgross each other, if you ask me. Uh, by the way, if you're looking at the top 10, you got to wait till you get to number uh, seven before you get anything that's out of the realm of an IPA. Yeah. Uh, number seven tied for number seven is uh, Boulevard Tank 7 Farm House Ale. Tied with Founders and their Kentucky Breakfast Out, which mm. is okay. Uh, and then at number 10 uh, is a beer that I actually really enjoy. It's Old Rasputin, which is a Russian Imperial Stout uh, from North Coast Brewing. So uh, you can check out the list again on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com or on our app. But the best beers in America, according to the <laughs> American Home Brewers Association, all garbage. <laughs> Just gross. And that's not to say these are bad breweries or that they don't have good beers, Shaw, but just, just man. Bad fil- but a lot of people are drinking them these yeah. days. I know, I know. And you can just have a good, you know what I mean? I'm never going to have to worry about my favorite beer being out of stock. Because <laughs> people, because I don't do IPAs, man. Just, oh, oh, ugh. Gross. Give me a good porter or a stout, something chocolatey, ashy. Ooh. Got that smoky flavor. Give me something barrel-aged, Shaw. Yeah, that. I like the caramely malty, like a oh, Bach. Oh, yeah, yeah. Give me a Bach. Fest beers. I still got a whole bunch of those left in my 
in my fridge. Yeah, they're getting hard to find. Yeah, they're running out. They're running out. You can still grab them. Uh, I saw several at uh, festival yesterday when I was there, and I picked up a few. Um, but uh, yeah, they're they're starting to disappear. I did see Turtle Stack. They just released some uh, some new wintery beers, and I'm very excited about getting down there and trying those. Starting to get to be that season, Shaw. Mm-hmm. Porters and stouts. Best beers in America, according to the American Home Brewers Association. The list, uh, again, on our website or on our app. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. And I believe Gene and Lori Shaw are going to be getting wine drunk tonight and cutting the heads off of dolls. Mm-hmm. It's some kind of Halloween thing they do mm-hmm. to decorate the front yard. So tomorrow, Gene's going to be uh, a mess. Headless some, dolls. Should be something. So <laughs> Heads F- on stakes. F- FYI, Shaw, if you have any uh, vacation days you're looking to burn. <laughs> tomorrow tomorrow might, be a good one. Tomorrow might be, I know you're usually sequestered there in your office, but mm-hmm. uh, but uh, that's what they're doing. Then you're going to watch some Halloween movies on Saturday, Gene? I think so. I think so. Well, we're going to obviously hand out uh, candy with our, our candy tube. Yep. Uh, and I hope we get some trick-or-treaters. I know we'll get, like, I think Puck's bringing his kids and bags and T-Bone. They're all bringing. So at least there'll be some that'll stop by in their oh. costumes. Crap! If I knew if I'd known it was going to be a, a staff meeting, I would have gotten my costume out and showed up for full size candy bars. I know, right? And then I think after that, when that's done, then we'll probably watch a scary movie. All right, Shaw, are you going to watch a scary movie or do anything? Uh, are you going to celebrate Halloween in any way? Related? Yeah, I, we've been watching uh, Hill House, and we're two episodes from finishing now, okay. so maybe we'll save that for Halloween. Yeah. Did you watch uh, Bly Manor or yet, or are you going to watch that afterwards? Uh, you said that wasn't as good. so It wasn't, but I still recommend watching it. I mean, you know, it's not like it's it was terrible. It just wasn't as good as Hill House. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, is really getting good. Yeah, we're going to continue to watch scary movies uh, every night, including tonight. And then Saturday, we'll be at the uh, drive-in movies at Maple Grove for Nightmare on Elm Street and for Friday the 13th. Probably going to hand out some candy. I believe there's like a Halloween parade in our neighborhood. Yeah. And that's that's uh, one of the uh, six things that parents are going to do this year instead of trick-or-treating. The what? traditional uh, is a parade. Oh, okay. Uh, they say that outdoor costume parades and parties are one of the six things that parents are going to try and do this year as opposed to the traditional trick-or-treating. Again, if you're going to do safe candy, they say put out a purple pumpkin, Shaw. I paint, we painted one last night. Yeah, so that if uh, it lets people know that you're doing, uh, you know, like individually wrapped, no one's putting their hand in a bowl. Right. It's, you know, doing your best to maintain social distance, all that stuff. Uh, but, yeah, uh, fairly low risk if everybody wears a mask and stays six feet away, obviously, and you're outside and you're doing a parade. And the weather's going to be very cooperative on Saturday for that. 56 uh, with some sunshine. Yeah, so. it's going to be beautiful. Yeah, I guess they're gathering at the park down the street from our house, and then they're going to drive through the neighborhood, and mm-hmm. I'll just throw candy at their vehicle. Fun. Uh, another thing that parents are going to do instead of traditional trick-or-treating this year, uh, scavenger hunts, much like an Easter egg mm-hmm. hunt. Uh, you hide candy all over the backyard or maybe in a park or something like that. Again, outside. Good call. Decent weather. Giving the kids a chance to wear their costumes and still get candy. And they'll be wearing masks. They're costumed mm-hmm. up, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, obviously, movie nights, indoor picnics, uh, and maybe even an outdoor picnic uh, with the weather cooperating a little bit this weekend. But uh, a lot of parents going to be ordering pizza, watching scary movies, playing mm-hmm. games, letting kids have as much candy as they want. You know, look, uh, I just it's a pandemic. Have at Let's it. Just do it. Just have at it. You know what? We'll figure it out. Uh, pumpkin carving. That's another thing. If you haven't done that already, that's one of the things parents are going to do this year as opposed to traditional trick-or-treating. Gives you a chance to uh, waste some time as well, right? Burn some time off the clock. You uh, roast your seeds? I have. Yeah, Ella really wants me to, so I okay. will. You do a little uh, salt Yeah, on there, some just, seasoning mm-hmm. salt. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Halloween pinatas. Here you go. Another way to get candy and have some fun. Maybe take out some aggression. Smash Boom. some stuff. Yeah, get a couple of pinatas and just whack away at them. Fill them up with fun-sized bars and have a hell of a good time. Six things parents are going to do instead of trick-or-treating. Last one is costume parties on Zoom. Uh, Show off their outfits. Grandma, grandpa maybe can't come or aren't in the area, and they want to show off to grandma and grandpa what Uh they've got. Uh, So doing those Zoom uh, costume parties. Maybe their friends having a little get-together. What'd you get? I'll trade you these for those, and next time I see you, you know what I mean? But there you go. List on our uh, website, Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com if you want to check it out. The Six things that parents are going to do this year instead of traditional trick-or-treating. I'm sure that if you put out the the purple pumpkin and you got some candy, people will stop by. I think so, too. That won't be Shaw's house. Don't bother. Yeah, don't bother. <laughs> Lights will be off. Job well done. Ryan. Ryan. Gene. Gene. Shaw. Shaw. And when you want the job done right, you go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Halloween, Shaw. Almost. Tomorrow. 
Doesn't seem like it, but yeah, it is. Devil's Night tonight. My new favorite holiday, Devil's Night. Hmm. Not that it's new, but uh, it's been around for a while. Devil's Night. Get out there. Cause some mayhem. mischief. Some mayhem. Like me. Hmm. We were talking about haunted houses earlier. Wondering uh, if any of our houses are haunted. And we got an email from the K-Man. It says, one night, a few years ago, was talking with the wife in the middle of the night. Asked her, who are you talking to? She said, Bruce. (laughs) He's got a name? Asked her who Bruce was. She said, the guy who lives upstairs. So his wife talks in her sleep is what I'm getting. His wife talks in her sleep and... Bruce, you know, the dude upstairs. About a month later, my mother-in-law was sleeping up there and she said she felt someone sit down on the bed. Uh, K-Man's house is haunted, apparently, Shaw. Clearly. If you check out Morning Sickness, pay the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com or on our app, you can see a list of movies that were filmed in or set in your state. And I was kind of surprised to see how many movies were actually filmed in or set in Wisconsin. Yeah. And we watched one a couple of weeks ago. Uh, my wife and I watch a horror movie at least one a day during the month of October. And uh, I saw this one online. It was in like a list of cult classic movies. It's a Canadian horror film called The Pit, but they filmed it in Beaver Dam, Wisconsin. Hmm. So I wanted to watch it just to, you know, get a look at it. And it's about this creepy kid who finds a pit out in the woods and then starts throwing people in there. Oh, uh, people. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's he's. It's, I took a turn. Yeah, it's actually not bad for a you know kind of a low budget '80s uh, horror movie. Um, that was actually filmed in Wisconsin. Uh, one of the horror movies that you might have seen that was set in Wisconsin but not filmed here was Dawn of the Dead from 2004, I believe. Ving Rhames is in that. Uh, Ty Burrell from Modern Family is in that. It's uh, zombies, and they're in a mall, which is just outside of Milwaukee. Huh. Um, and so they try to figure out how to... Then there's a zombie baby, which is interesting. Um, one of the cult classics that was filmed uh, or set here in Wisconsin, and I believe it was also filmed in Wisconsin... Uh, is a movie called The Giant Spider Invasion from way back in the 70s, Shaw. Uh, But there's also a ton of other movies that were uh, filmed or set here in Wisconsin. I was kind of surprised by that. Uh, Beast of Bray Road, of course, the legend of the Beast of Bray Road. was. uh, There's a movie about that. There's several movies out there about Dahmer and about Ed Gein, Gein, um, uh, which uh, were filmed and or set in Wisconsin. Halloween. Set in uh, Illinois, Haddonfield, right? Right. Nightmare on Elm Street is set in Ohio. Uh, Return of the Living Dead set in Kentucky. They were all, of course, filmed in uh, California. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre was both filmed in and set in Texas. Mm-hmm. Of course. Rosemary's Baby filmed and set in New York. Right. Uh, same with the, the It movie. It was it was not only uh, set in Maine, but it was also filmed in Maine. Uh, Maine. So mm-hmm. there's a, a whole list of movies that were filmed in or set in your state. And in Wisconsin, we actually have quite a few, Shaw. I was kind of surprised by the number of them. There's a, a, a apparently a well-known Wisconsin uh, 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 film director who uh, is kind of like a low-budget cult classic horror movie guy, and uh, he filmed a whole bunch of the movies that were filmed here in Wisconsin. So, interesting list. If you want to check it out, it's on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com on our app as well. Last night we watched uh, Slumber Party Massacre. (laughs) Classic. Boobalicious. Was it? Oh, so many Uh boobs. The problem with these movies, though, with this one in particular, all the boobs are at the beginning. I mean, it's great. You're, you're front-loaded with boobs, but then once the killing kind of starts, right. the boob action comes they, to an they end. They keep their shirts on. Not a lot of toplessness going on. This guy kind of focuses on the one house. He's killing everybody there. And uh, once the killing, they figure out there, there's a killer there, the boobless, uh, the boob boobies don't come out anymore, Shaw. Mm-hmm. So. But if you like uh, a lot of boobtastic uh, cinematic events, then Slumber Party Massacre. Reason? Yeah, he's got a, like a cordless drill with a big, giant, <laughs> big, long, huge drill bit on there, and he's just drilling people with it. Drills out the pizza delivery guy's <laughs> eyeballs. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah, it's pretty good. Slumber Party Massacre. Okay. Started watching uh, Maniac Cop, too, which stars a very young Bruce Campbell. Uh, I went to bed uh, before we finished that, but we'll probably finish that one tonight and then watch another one, so... You got any picked out for tomorrow night, Gina? I know you're planning on doing some spooky movies. Yeah, probably maybe like Poltergeist. Or yeah, the classic. And okay. and not too crazy off the charts because... Kids. Well, and I, me <laughs> anymore. Like, I am i don't need to watch Hellraiser again anymore. I've, yeah. I've, I've ingested that enough in my life. Not awesome. Not great. The best is yet to come. A better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Obviously, Halloween is tomorrow. 
I'm doing most of those things you said on that list, Shaw. We carved the pumpkins. Yep. We did that. Uh, the dogs are definitely wearing costumes. Dogs are in costume. Okay. They will. Well, they will be yeah. tomorrow. The, we've got I'm sure the my ca- wife's going to. We've got costumes. Costumes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the, we've got the candy tube shoot right? thing that we got to. It looks like you up. decorated your yard. We yeah, put some doll, doll heads in the yard last night. So, I mean, I think I'm kind of... We're, we're ready? Yeah, I mean, well, we're going to watch some spooky movies, make some food. Hopefully you get but, some trick-or-treaters. We're going I, to well, the... I think I'll get, like, co-workers' kids. Like, I think Bags is bringing his uh-huh. kids and T-Bone and Puck and and then maybe a couple neighborhoods. We're going kids. to the drive-in uh, at Maple Grove to see the the double the creature double feature tomorrow night, Shaw. I'm very excited nice. for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, some other stats for Halloween 2020, Shaw. You were just talking about how people are, are not giving up mm-hmm. on Halloween, even during a pandemic. 68% of Americans... Celebrate Halloween in one way or another this year. Uh, they're going to do something. Something. They're not just going to miss out on Halloween because it's a pandemic. Uh, we buy more than twice as much candy for Halloween than Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah. Because usually Valentine's, you're buying it for one person. Oh, that's true, yeah. For Halloween, you're, you're buying, buying bags for everybody. for everybody in the neighborhood. <laughs> uh, the most popular Halloween candies are, and these are by sales, not by prefer- preference, Skittles, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, M&M's, Snickers, and Starburst. Those are the most popular by sale. Uh, 72% of parents admit to stealing candy from their kids, which means 28% of parents are, are liars. liars. Right. You all steal candy from your kids, they right? They won't notice. The most popular children's costume in any given year is? Princess. Super easy to do. I want to be a princess. Uh, around 2 billion pounds of pumpkins are grown in the U.S. each and every year, Shaw. Huh. Some interesting stats in regards to Halloween. 80% of pumpkins are picked in October. Well, yeah. When do you pick the twenty percent that you don't pick? Right. Pick them in July. Maybe, in, be maybe, maybe, maybe in September. September. November, uh, maybe. Seventeen percent of people will dress up their dogs for Halloween. That seems low. Does it? Yeah. I mean, that's you know, your dog doesn't know it's Halloween. Yeah, but you know, yeah, how but they're so cute. Are. They're cute, and you put it on the gram, and everybody likes it, <laughs> and you know, you spent the money on uh, the stupid thing. When he doesn't care, but man, Otis, he hates his. He, he he's hates a, dressing up. Well, he's a bumblebee this year. Okay, and he, I put it on him last weekend, and he Not just looked. It. Oh man, he just looked at me like you got to be kidding me. This antenna? is what I. This, this is, is what I, I came antenna? here for. This is what I got rescued oh, he's for. So, so mad. You could play oh, mannequin with me. Yeah. Uh, some other stats for Halloween. Uh, the most popular costume, by the way, for dogs. Pumpkin, hot dog, superhero. Yeah, pumpkin. When he's a pumpkin. Pumpkin, hot dog, superhero. And uh, last but not least, this will be the, this is, you know, very specific to this year, obviously. This will be the first full moon on Halloween since 2001. Yeah, I heard that. It was a full moon before when the time changed in the spring, too. But it technically didn't become a true full moon until 1241 a.m. on the East Coast that year. So this will be the first full moon on a Halloween for the whole country since 1944. Yeah, kind of weird, huh? Yeah. Like the time changed and we had a full moon and now the time, like, yeah. does it reset the COVID clock? Is that what's happening? I don't know. Did we look at what happened in 1944 to make sure we're not in any danger? <laughs> I don't know. Missed it. Download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app.